This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 399 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today it's Good Neighbor Amy Daubman. Now, she is with Key Real Estate. Amy, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great on this awesome Monday afternoon. It is an awesome Monday afternoon, right? And, and Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, heck, we're in paradise. So they're all awesome. But That's my time. Uh, That's my time. Somehow you find your piece of paradise. <laughs> yep, yep. And that's why we're talking to you. thousand percent. <laughs> so let's start, Amy, with key real estate. Tell us what you do, what you guys are all about. So I'm an independent agent with Key Real Estate. Um, Key Real Estate is the broker. Um, I'm a licensed real estate agent here in Southwest Florida, but I'm licensed for the entire state. Um, I I work both with sellers and buyers. I find myself more helping on the buying side than the selling side. Um, I enjoy my job immensely. I never thought I'd be in this career ever. Um, I just jumped into it about three years ago. So. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. Trying something new after 40 was fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, life is all about growth, right? You know, we got to be learning, experiencing new things, sticking our neck out every now and then as well, right? thousand percent. Yes. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So tell us then about your journey. How did you decide to follow real estate? So, um, well, it didn't, it just kind of came to me. Um, yeah we kind of got into a situation we know our broker my broker for about 10 years now at this time and at the time when he approached me about real estate we were in the process of selling our old home and buying our new home and he just kind of did us the favor of putting our old home on the mls and helped us out and knew that we had gotten burned in that situation so he known that we had personally done some business transactions for um, investment properties. And uh, he said, you know, are you sure you hadn't thought about doing this for a career? I said, I'm 40 years old. I got two kids. I don't need it. You know, I don't need a career. <laughs> and he goes, I really think you should think about it. And so I did. And my husband and I, we talked. And so it one thing led after another. Um, Irma hit the same year I decided to join. Um, I started a week, about a week after Irma hit. And um, the rest is history, as they say. So it was really a blessing in disguise. Um, we had done it, like I said, for investment purposes, for a hobby, buying, renovating, and selling. So he knew that we already had that um, yeah. love of real estate. It was just a matter of really getting it going. And I enjoy it because it allows me to stay as busy or as slow as I need to be to accommodate my family schedule. So, and that's the most important thing to me. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, have you had a, a challenge of balancing that in this busy time for real estate? The market is uh, pretty dang hot, isn't it? It's hot. Um, no, I have a really good support system. You know, yeah. my, now we're, my daughter's 13, my son will be 12. So they're pretty self-sufficient. Um, yeah. my husband owns a local company himself. So we've always been each other's confidant, superstar, rock star, you know, that person. And so when he's not here, I pick up the pieces. When I'm not here, he picks up the pieces. And like I said, at this point with the kids, it's they're they're self-sufficient enough that they can 
you know, work on it. But I will tell you that I have dropped a couple things recently when I've told myself, okay, you're going to take this time off and this is going to be, you know, and things have come up and you still try to chase the dream. You try to help whoever you can, whenever you can, whether that leads to anything or it doesn't. So I haven't forced myself to, to, to listen to my gut and say no, when I told myself no the first time, but that's okay. <laughs> I just have to make neck trying to help people um, no matter what. So even if that's an inconvenience to myself, so. Good for you. Good for you. And just a quick plug for your husband. He was actually one of our earlier interviews on the Good Neighbor podcast. So, uh, uh, Bill, my shower door. It's a great episode. But, uh, Amy, I think I think you're going to top him. So family competition here. I don't know. That's my father-in-law. Bill's my father-in-law. My oh. Yes. And okay. Keith. And Keith runs our sales department, mostly out of our Naples store, and does all of our architectural glass um, for the company. So. Okay. Okay. So same, same company and all. Family, same everything. Yeah. All right. So, you know, I, I figure if I get like 10% right, I'm doing good. And so far I think I'm 50% right today. So it's a good day for me. Oh, well, happy Monday then. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of getting something right, let's talk about myths in the real estate world, you know, misconceptions, you know, things that you maybe hear from folks or maybe you thought before you got into the, real estate world full time that that you now go, geez, um, no, that really isn't the case. This is the reality. Anything come to mind? Yeah, absolutely. It looks like it's glitz and glam all the time, right? Where you're just cruising on through, you've got deals going and you've got new cars, <laughs> you're, you're looking at these beautiful homes, but you know, um, there's a lot that goes into that and it's not always glitz and glam as you know, most professions aren't always. Um, and the ones that are, that look that way probably aren't going to stay that way for long. Um, especially mm. the market that we're in now, um, it's very competitive and, um, it's not pretty right. <laughs> it's not pretty right now, but we're all working, really hard to do the best thing for um, whether it be our sellers or our buyers. So I've been, you know, blessed to be working with a lot of good agents in this time, trying to make both sides of the deal work for everybody. So yeah. that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the biggest challenge right now is lack of inventory, right? There's a way, way too many buyers and not no sellers. It's a, yeah. yeah. It's a very difficult balance. Um, and yeah. even new builds, um, we're having a hard time with new builds. Um, a lot of communities are at a uh, selling freeze. They can't sell homes. And if they do, they're only allowed one per week. Um, they're back up. They can't get materials. Um, ah, right. So, I mean, it's, it's very difficult. It's difficult. And, um, you know, I always try to go back to people that maybe have taken their homes off the market to say, hey, listen, I do have somebody who's interested. Are you still interested in selling your home? And see where it goes from there. So, yeah, so, yeah. No, we're kind of done. We don't want to have anybody, you know, else look at our house. We're good right now. Or you know what? Depending on what the offer is, sure, I'd be interested in having them come yeah. and look at the home. So. Yeah. Well. Interesting times. Yeah. Just yeah. nobody wants to leave here. I can't blame them. <laughs> I stay, I mean, we've been here now 17 years and, and we love it. Yeah. We yeah. 
I'm with you. I am with you. So how about when you're not working, what do you what are you guys doing for fun? Oh, fun, huh? <laughs> well, we um we actually spend a lot of time together as a family. Um, the kids are at a great age where they always love to be outside. So we do a lot of outdoor activities. Um, currently we're renovating our home. So we have a lot of renovation going on here. Um, we started a new business last year where we're actually purchasing property, renovating it and flipping it or renting it. So, wow. yeah, we, we are got our hands busy at <laughs> times. So really Netflix and chill, that does mean the world to us sometimes. Wow. <laughs> So, there's nothing better. I hear you. Yeah. No. There's exhausting moments. You just don't want to think. It's just like. That's it. Chill and yeah, Netflix. It. Love it. Love it. But we love to spend time together as a family, you know, um, with my in-laws. And uh, we, we spend a great deal of time with our neighborhood. Um, we live in a great neighborhood. So all the kids play. A lot of the adults get together. And so we're, we just like to be social and have fun and kind of just sure. unwind and you know, but our main things are always our business, family first, business second, and then whatever's left over, you know, <laughs> and just figure it out. From whatever's there. left over, you sleep, right? Ask <laughs> someone. somewhat. Uh, about, Amy, looking back, uh, hardship, challenge, could be business, could be, you know, just general life stuff that you can now say, um, made it through, it was tough, but I'm better for it, I'm stronger. Well, most people who know me know that um, I, well, or maybe don't know, I, I had a stroke about six and a half years ago wow. and um, learned that I have a heart defect. So I became involved with the American Heart Association in our local chapter. Um, I was one of the stroke survivors for our area. And um, I've since you know, overcome all of that. And, you know, I still have some challenges here and there, but it really made me take a hard look at my life and people that were important to me. And right. you know, I just tried to, again, make each moment count because we don't know if it's, if, if it's our last truthfully. Um, right. I'm very lucky that we caught it at such a early stage. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know I had one truthfully. Um, and you know, here I am. So I'm just, I'm just blessed to be here. You know, I really am. I'm glad that I was able to have a second chance at my life and to spend my life with my kids and see them grow <laughs> up and my family. So, yeah. Wow, I can't even imagine, Amy. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Give you a, a whole different outlook on life for sure. Oh my gosh, it does. It really does. And you know, what's great is the community that um, I found the American Heart Association great organization to be included in and um i'm not so much involved with them anymore um obviously with all of the covid um, things mm -hmm. and just fr from the years past i've kind of moved away from them but i still stay in touch with a lot of the contacts that i made through the american heart association um and it's been a great network to have um and it's always great to share my story because Again, I didn't know I had one. And so if I can talk to other people and just say, you know, what you think is a stroke or the symptoms of a stroke may not actually be. And so sharing and hearing and talking about things and um, really brings people together. Plus, it gives everybody a little bit of a different insight as to what's going on. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. 
So what, was it something that you knew when it was happening that something was wrong and, and, or was it kind of a after you just, I was, um, I felt like I had the flu to start and I had, um, I had an episode where I had, my husband had gone out, um, shooting with my broker at the time <laughs> and a couple guys and I don't ever call him. And, um, I happened to call him and I said, I think you need to come home. I, I said, something's wrong. Wow. So we ended up at urgent care and they misdiagnosed me there. I had to wait another couple of days and I didn't have a primary care and I still wasn't getting any better. So by the time I went to the primary, she's like, you're presenting with viral meningitis. Oh. So it sent me right across to the hospital. And um, I'm very familiar with that because my son was born with viral meningitis. So I knew like what the next steps were going to be. But when they did my brain scan, they said, oh, we found a shadow on your brain. And so mm. like what, what happened? So through all the testing and everything, that's kind of how we found out that it had happened. And yeah. then I had to have another test in the hospital to determine what um, what the actual problem was with my heart. Um, and it's called the PFO. Most people have, it's just a hole in your heart. Most people have it when you're born. It typically closes. Yeah. However, mine did not. Um, they don't recommend surgery because it's not large enough of a hole to warrant surgery and to make it any better. So you just have to, you know, maintain the healthy lifestyle, be on certain medication, things like that. Yeah, I didn't know it had happened. I just knew something was wrong. I didn't know what, because obviously the signs and symptoms that you're told to look for did not happen to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I did sleep a lot. I had a lot of like pressure here. So I feel that I probably did have the viral meningitis that led to the strokes. I probably had both. Okay. feeling where I was like, something's wrong probably was the stroke when it had happened. Yeah. yeah. But they can't say when it happened. They, I just know that I spent about a week in the hospital. Very stressful. <sighs> so that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Uh, it was fun. But and, yeah. you know, I, I'm like, again, I'm very blessed to be where I am. The progress that I've made. Um, I don't need to see most of my doctors anymore. So I'm happy about that. Um, I still see my regular doctor every six months though. Yeah. I think that's yeah. about as best as I'm going to get. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I love her. She's great. So. Well, you are an inspiration, Amy. Thank you uh, for sharing. I know that'll help definitely help some folks out there. How about for uh real estate and, and what you do. One thing you wish our listeners knew about you and your company, what would that be? So for, for our company, we're a very small brokerage. There's only four of us, including our broker. So we work very closely with our buyers and our sellers and we take immense care and we all help each other too. So if somebody's out of town, Hey, I'm going to be out of town. Can you help this one out? Absolutely. We are all there to help. Um, and it's just a great atmosphere to work around. And personally, I, like I said, I love to help people. So I try to educate them every step of the way. Cause you know, even buying a, a second home in this market with everything going on is a little bit different than some people had been used to five years ago, 10 years ago. And so 
I'm still learning too, because each transaction is always different. Um, and uh, it, it's just a great learning process. And I, I wish people knew how much we cared about our customers and that, you know, all the work that we do behind the scenes. It's like I said, it's not always glitz and glam. We do put in a lot of hard work behind the scenes to actually make things happen for, for everybody, for ourselves ultimately, but for the customers um, in the end. So, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, I know we have listeners who want to learn more, want to get in touch. What's the best way for them to do that? Um, the one and only number to get a hold of me at is 239-292-3000. Or you can check out um, my website, which is www.paradise.keyrealtours.com. Oh, you can also follow me on any of my social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter. <laughs> I try to stay active on at least three of the five. So, um, you know, but I'm, I'm always on Facebook. I'm always on um, Instagram posting things, even, even if it's about my own life, you know, because I want people to know that I'm a real human being and that I'm not, you know, some, you know, Joe Schmo off the street that, you know, if they went to my website or they're getting, no, I'm a real person. I give you my, I'll show you my face with and without the mask. <laughs> you know you're gonna see when when we meet and um know that i'm a real person so yeah. you know like i say i love sharing my life um it's wonderful we have a lot of fun um we have a lot to be thankful for we live in a beautiful area and so like i said i just want to have people know that i'm a real person and um that's what why is so so important when you're working with a realtor because it's it's a process and you want to work with someone that you enjoy working with, not like, Oh, I got to go with Charlie and look at two more houses. Oh, it's, an, it's very emotional. Yeah. It's one of the biggest decisions that you're going to make in your lifetime. Yeah. yeah. So I let people know, listen, I'm here every step of the way. If you've changed your mind five different times during our journey, I'm still here. I'm not mad at you. I just want you to be happy. So if you've changed your mind or buying is not the right thing right now and you need to rent, I'm still going to be here when you need me and I'll yeah. try to help you find that, that next step for yourself. So, um, I, I, I feel that, you know, like I say, my company is very much like me and I think he's done a great job putting together really helpful people that are nurturing and willing to help. Um, not, not that any other companies aren't like that, but I think that sometimes the larger you get, um, most of your customers then just become a number where my customers are becoming like family to me. So I would rather that. I love it. I love it. Well, Amy, we wish you the best there and uh, thank you for carving out some time to uh, fit us in. My pleasure. It was great to meet you. Um, I heard great, wonderful things. So I was excited to uh, actually meet in person. Well, not really in person, but ah, virtually. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Amy. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.